left with your experience and, and maybe the three of us together, can we give some insight into the real challenges that SMEs, the risk that SMEs are, are seeing at the moment? Where, where, where would you say, yeah, I don't know, if it's as easy to say top three, I don't know. But but you know, what what are some of the risks that the SMEs are seeing? Well, okay, I think the um, the first thing that I'm sort of trying to bang the message home, want of a better word, is is about knowing your customers. And I think um, you know it's just become even more key. I, I always uh, went on about it anyway, but I think uh, post pandemic, I think it's becoming more important. Um, there's more, you've got to rely more on uh, your internal data, not just the external data. And yeah. I think that um, the risk for SMEs is that they still don't do enough due diligence on their existing customers or their you know, prospective customers. So <clears throat> I think risk number one for me is literally understanding who you're dealing with, you know, what liabilities they've got. Um, I've heard a lot of SMEs don't even ask what what sort of um, you know government backed schemes have helped support their customers mm. through the pandemic. I think you know um, so you know risk number one is is understanding that that financial data. Um, I don't want to talk about it too much because it gets boring after a while, but um, that that would be number one risk for me um, okay. is just making sure you know your customer and understanding what liabilities they have. Um, since the pandemic started. It's also knowing your customers' customers by the sounds of it, like you said, what liabilities they've got. And by having one of the things that I've seen a huge difference is, you know, even to, to begin with in the early days of, of, of us going into this pandemic was the the drive to speak more to their to your customers verbally, if, if I'm honest as well, or, or, or maybe an email, to have more of those conversations about how's business, how are you seeing the effects of COVID on your business? Do, do you find that there's particular um, trigger points? Do you, you know, whereas it was almost a bit, oh, I don't really know if I should be having conversations about that. I'm going to provide a service and that's it. So. Absolutely, Dan. No, I, um, I've, I've done a few credit application forms with some SMEs recently and, and we have created a COVID questionnaire. There's no point in avoiding really? the subject um, because, you know, data companies like yourself, you, you've got to wait for people to file their accounts and everything else. But, mm -hmm. you know, when people want credit, they want it straight away. So, yeah. you know, you need to have that information to hand and you need to ask those open questions. So I know a lot of people are embarrassed to do so, but you shouldn't be. At the end of the day, you're... You're, you're, you're supplying on credit. So you know, you're know expected to get paid for something you're supplying now at a later date. So Yeah. It's so, better to have and, that conversation now, isn't it, than when it gets a problem. So Correct. Absolutely. Absolutely right. So that, that would be, you know, to me is risk sort of number one. I think, okay. um, you know, su supply chain at the moment, I think um, with Brexit adding to it, you know, yeah, we all know that. that our costs are going up. Uh, whether you look at fuel, whether you look at timber, you know, I'm, I'm not an expert in this area, but we all, we all know that actually um, the availability and price of things is becoming more and more uh, of a mm. challenge. So, you know, if you've got an SME that, I don't know, is in construction, for example, you can't get hold of cement or, or uh, timber, it's going to be a problem because you can't yeah. complete jobs, you're not going to get paid for it, you've still got to pay your workforce. 
so so you know depending on what industry they're in um there are those those challenges uh, so that's a that's another risk and then of course we've got the repayment of all of these um government back schemes which is yeah we all know started in may i think it was and you know some have been extended uh, but furlough ends at the end of september um and and those people who, who did have a job have now probably not got a job and it's there's challenges everywhere dan and yeah you know, I, could, I could sit here and mention a load of them um but labor shortages is another one isn't it we're all hearing about yeah you know i heard that um a, a big well, basically british airways are, are paying or giving their pilots can you believe this a interest-free loan or something to actually go and do a hgv license can you believe that so to help out with um you wow. know transportation so it's a massive shortage so especially drivers so again it's going to have a massive hit on people's supply chain so i don't know about you it's it's, it's one of the things that i didn't realistically see was a, as much of a problem when you're talking about the, the labor side of it and and that sort of thing until as many of us did having staycations you know over the over the recent month um and went to went to cornwall and you know the, the 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 structural side of our stay was was fantastic where we stayed but the the ability to be able to get staff in that hospitality hospitality sector was dramatic i mean the 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 level of service that that we had was virgin on appalling and that wasn't down to yeah. the individuals that were there it was that there was the lack of management because they couldn't get the people or they'd only been there two weeks and then they decided to move on because the the situation was was really bad. They were apologising, like you say, from a supply chain point of view. Oh, we haven't been able to get this in this week, or we haven't been. Able... And unfortunately, sometimes when you're when you're paying money for a service that is detailed, you know, you want to get what's on the tin. And when the, the tin isn't full because of whatever reason, you can't get the staff, you can't get the products, you can't get the supply chain, then you sort of think, well, I'm doing my bit. I'm paying that amount of money. I'm doing what I said, but you're not doing that. It. and i think that it was real eye-opener i mean we certainly didn't speak to when i spoke to the manager of the hotel at the end of the stay you know i wasn't rude in any way or, or but I, you know i can understand where he's coming from but equally i think he quite literally understood he was getting this with pretty much everybody is that you know what 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 can we do we're trying to make the best of a bad situation and, and like you say martin in the construction industry as well i know that a good friend of mine as a builder then then he was saying we're really having to start to to think differently whereby we're thinking that much ahead of not whether you know we can do the job or we can necessarily even get the manpower but it was more so about like you said the supplies and can we get that and can we then finish that job because with the with the construction industry when you get to a certain point it's like a conveyor belt isn't it then you need that before you can do that so yeah. it, it's a real change of mentality I, you know i found from from speaking to the smes that we deal, deal with I think that's where uh, our, our project is going to be very, very useful because at the moment um, there is so many pressures on small businesses, as mm. you say, to run the business, get the supplies, build the product, build the service and then de deliver it. What about the finance side? You know, it's, yeah. you know, it, 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 it's becoming secondary, but of course that's keeps the business going the finance yeah. side so so it's uh 
they've got so many balls in the air at the moment. We're yeah. actually going to help perhaps go in there and help them make sure they don't drop some of those balls and and uh, and perhaps if we can uh, you know bring in some more some more help along the way. So. Because then we have got the risk of increasing insolvencies. There's there's no yeah. way of getting away from that as well. And you you'll know that you know the amount of company new company registrations sort of went to a hike. I think in the first half of 2020 it has slowed down now yeah but you know we've got lots of zombie companies out there and lots of um let's be honest phoenix companies yeah and, and lots of new companies where people have been made redundant and are are uh, starting up um because they're disgruntled or whatever that might be that may be so they're going to be looking for credit or finance so it's going to put added financial pressures on 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 the market yeah, and do, do you know one of the things that it's a very good point, Matt, is as well. One of the, the the points that was raised to me on a on a forum actually as well was was that you've got those. So let, let's look at the scenario. So so we get made redundant, and you get a nice package. So therefore, you think, do you know what? I'm going to go and, and fair play for that entrepreneurial spirit. You go and say, I'm going to do that business that I've always wanted to do because I can do it from home. I've got the time, I've got the money, I've got the resource, and I'm going to go and do it. So you then go and do it and it may be the first time you've run your own business and then you realise just how much work it is and how much of the other stuff you have to do to come with it. So then someone, as the industry starts going again, then someone from from maybe, you know, that you knew in the industry before that you're in, they say, oh, Bob, why don't you come back and, and do this for me? And you think, I've had a go at this. I didn't really like it. I think I'll go back to my to, to my old industry so i think that the one of the things that we were looking at was that actually you can see these smaller companies these um i'm trying to think what the the, the, the name is for them now as well but but you sort of you you your smaller one-man band micro um, in it micro yeah, businesses yeah yeah um you know that, that, that are really um I can't put the word is, but 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 equally they then say, do you know what? Actually, I've been doing that for seven or eight months. I found that that's really hard. Do you know what? I'm going to shut the company down and I'm going to go back to an easier life, supposedly. So then, okay, those that that limited company may have debtors, you know, that are all of a sudden shut down. So there's not even, for example, the fact that you can predict the company was maybe doing okay, you know, and it was growing, but actually because it, you know it's another option has come then without any foresight then boom you know but then equally like you said before martin as well by having those conversations with people to sort of say keep in touch with your customers and and, and yeah. maybe understanding them that those pressures then you can maybe have a closer bond with them and you can stand as good a chance as you can you're not going to get everything but maybe. yeah i mean i i think we're going to see more more acquisitions or mergers whatever you want okay. to call them as well so um Again, that comes with with some risks for whoever's supplying them yeah. or, or all supply chains. So yeah, so look, there's there's lots out there. I don't want to, Very I don't much want to scare, yeah. scaremonger anything, but uh, just be honest. If you just need to be aware of those risks and understand that the risk of, of what you're taking on and and calculate that. Yeah, that's it really. Yeah, because especially because people are just surviving in, in a number of cases and they're not necessarily thinking about like we've just talked about all the Correct. changes going on yeah exactly that's, so that's the zombie that's the zombie company for you yeah 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 so so one of the things that you two are both very experienced is is, is obviously the forums and and that type of thing and one of the the things that i've been really lucky to be part of is a number of the forums um but equally we've moved from this 
basis of having very close relationships with with the people that that attend these forums and now we've gone completely virtual as with many things do you foresee laurie if you don't mind me asking you do you foresee when that you will come back to some sort of i don't know hybrid or coming back to what what's what's your prediction uh it's a, a very very interesting question we've spent many many hours discussing this uh we've also put a survey out and uh okay. the survey was um do you want to still say virtual would you like to go um back, back to face to face mm. or would you like us to do hybrid which is a combination of two mm. and what we ended up with was a third 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 so it didn't actually give us any any, any guidance <laughs> at all on what there's uh, an what answer in itself yeah uh, but we got so many com we got so many comments as well and uh, everybody had their own ideas so what okay. we decided um uh, I'm actually going to be running my first hybrid meeting in December. We have an international um, telecoms group, and uh, uh, they will never all come to come together in one room anyway. So, okay. we, so hybrid is be right for them. But for the other forums, we are going to we're going to kick off. We're doing hybrids in January. Um, what, so what, what does a hybrid consist of? Then what is you know you've either got everybody in the in the room or you've got everybody virtually. Uh, so there'll be there'll be both. So you you can you'll choose. You have the option, and uh, um, the te the technical issues could be a challenge. Put it that way. Oh, yes, we, yeah, yeah, we we we're doing a lot of uh, uh, investigations on that at the moment. But yes, those who would like to come face to face, the, the facilities will be there. Those who can't come face to face for whatever reason could, will be able to join via via Zoom, and we'll be mixing the two. Two, two together and uh and give it a try and yeah. see how how it works we uh, we have some concerns uh and i'll um our concerns is that people say yeah i'm coming and then decide on the morning that they're not and then yeah they'll come i'll come in virtually um but i also say on the other side virtual running virtually has been really really good for us because it is it's expanded our um our marketplace if you like uh, marty did a forum oh, a few months ago and uh, he had somebody from lego yes lego fine but they're lego in moscow um yeah. and then we had somebody from indonesia india china uh, and we so we've actually we've yeah. got more interest on a global basis because people can join um and uh at some some strange times as well um love that so so i don't see us ever ever going back to being pure face-to-face -face. i think there'll have to be a virtual element which makes it a hybrid um otherwise we'll be shutting people out and that's yeah. not what we're going to do so uh, but yes we're going to have our fingers crossed in january and we hope it's going to work we'll, do some, we'll be doing some tests beforehand but uh, um, best of luck with that brilliant i think also with um we can actually get a, a bigger array or, or variation of presenters as well with uh, with offering hybrid because sometimes presenters are not going to want to travel to yeah you know London Manchester Birmingham where, wherever they're located it could be a, a hike for them so we we can actually with, with using uh, good technology we can actually get good presenters and a, and a lot more you know as I said um, not more you know not more different people how yeah. about that yeah. it makes so, sense yeah. doesn't it as well if you've got that you're in a room whether you're in a room or whether you're connecting virtually and you've got someone who is 
you know, presenting from Moscow or whatever it may be, um, then whereas you wouldn't have been able to, it would have been very difficult to do that in the past mm. for a number of reasons, then, then actually it gives you, it's one of the positives to come out of this, isn't it? It's brilliant. I love hearing well, feedback. Well, but one of one of our challenges mm. and one of and, and and as you know with Afro is we try and we want to make them as interactive as possible. We don't mm. want people just to be coming on and, and it's like watching a, a film, you know, that's yeah. uh, or, uh, or watching BBC News or something. It's got to be interactive. So you know, whatever we do, we that's we've got to be able to, to still do that interactive part of it. And uh, yeah. yeah, but uh, yeah, technology does help us do that. We're just got to make sure it's. Um, Deliver. And, and I've heard, go on, sorry. I'm just going to say, obviously, we're, we're looking at certain venues, you know, as we speak, because we, we need to have that technology to be able to do it. So, not, not yeah. everyone's got that capability. Yeah, true. And, and I've heard a little rumor, I don't know if it's true, but every time, um, every new forum now, um, Martin's wearing a different fancy dress costume. Is that is that correct or is that just a rumor? <laughs> No, 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 that's just a rumour, is it? I would like to put that as my feedback. For the forums that I attend, Martin must wear a different, and I'm not talking fancy dress by a Tottenham, t Tottenham shirt. We're talking... Oh. <laughs> He's like, oh, we went there. We went there. Uh, uh, yeah, all right, Dan, I'll have a look through my wardrobe, all right? Just for you, starting in, starting in January, I'll put it on the Christmas list. Okay, cool. outfits, okay? All right. <laughs> be careful martin this is being recorded <laughs> <laughs> so i i understand if i'm right in thinking that there's some new forums coming out yeah. would you be yes. kind enough just to, to let some people let, let let us know what's what's yeah. coming our way I'll give, I'll give you a quick summary well it, it's a new old if you like um okay. we've been running an sap user group since 1998 would you believe Wow. And we've helped hundreds of companies uh, uh, go through the um, in, implement, plan to implement, upgrade, and or use their system uh, better, if that's, a, if that's good English. Mm -hmm. uh, but I think it's run its course. So we're now, uh, with uh, Martin and John Swan's um, help, we've, uh, we've now come up with a new concept and a new forum. It's being launched on the 22nd of September, and it's called the Order to Cash Process Improvement Group. And uh, this, this group is there uh, to cover the whole um, Order to Cash cycle. So it will go from uh, accounts, if it's accounts receivable, it'll even include accounts, accounts payable, mm -hmm. uh, automation, it will still have SAP as, in there, cash allocation, cloud, digitization, automation, AI, RPA, uh, dispute management, training, outsourcing, collections, credit. The list is endless. And so we've, um, as I said, we're kicking this off on the, on the 22nd of, of se September. Uh, we've got uh, a few, uh, <coughs> few speakers. Um, we're going to be doing some very very short sessions just just to give people a flavor and then uh hope uh, but the interest level is been massive uh, and what type of people are i mean you know if 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 someone's listening to this or watching this and they somewhat i don't know it seems to be fair that seems a, a you know a ridiculously long list is ma massive brilliant but yeah. equally 
Oh, I don't know whether I fit into that. What what type of people are you saying that you've had great great interest um, and what type of people should be joining this group? Well, um, sort of two two types of people, let's say. We obviously um, they'll probably be slightly different in terms of partners because um, one of the things we want to do for for the people that are coming along, the attendees, is not to have just one partner in a in maybe a particular area of the order to cash process. So for example, um, we wouldn't just have, um, you know, let's say ESCA for automation. We may have ESCA and somebody else and somebody okay. else. So okay. it gives the attendee the option to talk to a few suppliers of that particular product yeah, or that right. part of the process. So that's that's the first bit we're looking at is, is the, the sort of partners or what we call suppliers in the industry. Okay. And then we've got, you know, hopefully a mass of credit managers, order to cash process people um, at any any level completely. It's not okay. it's not aimed at any senior leadership or you know director level. It is purely for, for anyone that's involved with the order to cash process. And okay. it could be all of it, it could be part of it. So we hopefully will attract um, shared service centers um process leads credit managers credit controllers cash allocation people it doesn't really matter so um and, and i think the other perfect part of it is that this is like an independent group so again like the sme one we're launching we're looking for people to come along and share their ideas share their mm. issues their everyday uh, problems and to be able to speak to industry experts, so other credit managers, other order to cash people and other suppliers to, to help them to resolve that problem. So, for example, I hear a lot that people won't implement automation because they feel that they haven't got the expertise or they'll never get uh, it past the board or never get the, you know, the yeah. sign off. Yeah. On it. So they don't even bother to, to, to try and create a, a business case. So we're trying to create that someone can come along and say look could somebody help me to create a business case that that could get past the board that type of thing so it's literally open to, to anybody in the industry and i think um as laurie said it, it, we've, we've had a great deal of interest in it lots of senior people have come forward and said i i really want to join in with this one um but it's not right. just for them it's for any any um any experience or not not very experienced people no i had somebody on friday i won't say which company but they're very what a major major uh, it uh, manufacturer and they they uh, come on and said could we send four people along and, uh, and two of those are in their uh, order, to, order to cash team in the us so um they said yeah, bring them on please because we we, we we, we want people to come to that first meeting and give us their feedback because that will then that will help us develop the format of it as going, going forward so um for, i suppose yeah, that's the thing isn't it it's quite exciting, you know, it's quite exciting so. come along and try it yeah. rather you know right. rather than think that you're not oh i don't know if that fits me then come and find out and then you know the, the easier thing to do is to then say look it's not for me but you know i'm sure they'll find that it is so so yeah, i've got yeah. i've got got one last question only because that we asked this back in in february 20 when we did the last one which was predictions gentlemen so getting your your 
Mystic Meg glass balls out. What, you know, is there some predictions that you can see in regard to the credit industry? You know, what what do you think is is the next three to six months looking like? I think we touched on it earlier, didn't we? I think um, you know, obviously, we we did mention about the the supply chain problem and the yeah. uh, labour shortage. Um, I still see that being a problem because um, you know, although we are what a year and a I can't even remember how long we're into Brexit now. I think it's about a year and three quarters, is it? Um, and these, these problems are now starting to crop up. And, uh, you know, there's, there's still going to be more. But the, the tsunami of insolvency that we expected, we haven't seen. And mm -hmm. I will say the word yet, because I'm still expecting yeah. to see maybe not a tsunami. But I'm certainly expecting to see an increase in insolvencies. Um, okay. So... How you know, everyone's been saying, oh, it's going to happen this quarter, next quarter, but but I think once furloughs over and and some of these loans have got to be repaid, it's it's going to happen. I think it's going to take a while to have the knock-on effect. Um, so yeah, look, Mystic Meg, it's such a difficult question, Dan, to know. Uh, you know, I think borrowing is going to become more uh, more difficult. You know, we know that the housing market is, um, in let's just say, is is uh, a bit artificial at the moment. I would yeah. say, yeah, inflated well. prices. Um, so you know, people are probably borrowing money to uh, to buy the houses. And yeah, you know what? I, if you if you look at it, it's it's quite scary what what could happen. Um, and I'm I'm not a, an economist, but yeah, money's going to become tighter, in my opinion, and inflation's going to go up. And yeah, so uh, any thoughts, Laurie, or what do you think? Well, I tell what came into my mind, actually, would you believe the, the title of a, a, a song by The Who um, called Don't Get Fooled Again? Because um, <laughs> if you put that, um, you go back to February, uh, February, was it only last year, uh, 2020. No. Nobody knew that we were going to get into the pandemic uh, and nobody knew what the effects of that was going to be. And nobody knew that we actually were going to end up being a, uh, a world driven by Zoom and Teams and all of the yeah. other, other things. But talking to all the credit people that we know, we realise how, how much people have learnt a lot, how much they've been uh, creative. Uh, they've still produced the results. Uh, I think they've been become better teams and be better credit professionals. Uh, I, I suppose my passing message is don't get fooled again because we still don't know what's coming around the corner. And mm -hmm. the pandemic is not over yet. Uh, businesses are not all back in, in their offices yet. Mm -hmm. Some businesses will never, ever go back into their offices ever, ever again. And they'll, they'll end up being virtual teams for, for ongoing. And so I think... We've just got to have an open mind that we've got to be creative and we've just got to look at these things as, as they come. And if we, if, you, if, you, if your crystal ball is working, you can see them coming, great. If you can't, you just got to work on them when they arrive. So it's, yeah. uh, but, um, I, believe, I believe passionately about, about the credit profession. And I think uh, you know, we've, uh, we'll help businesses get through this. So. Brilliant. Well, on that note, I think that's a perfect opportunity to thank you both for your, your time and your input. We're going to put this out there into the, the, the world for social media. It will also be available on, on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. So uh, if you want 
both Laurie and Martin's details. They will be uh, on the on the stream of this as well. Um, and I believe that they can get, get anybody that's interested and wants to talk to you, not only through this SME project, may I say, there'll, there'll be a lot on, on going that. Um, and again, that's the 29th of September is the next event on that. But also if they want to get in touch with you about any forums that are going on and, and certainly the, the order to cash new forum, then they can do so via forums international as well, can't they? So um, so please get in contact with these two lovely gentlemen if you if you want to. And thank you again for your time. Thank, thank you very much for inviting us. Great, yeah, thank it was you. great. Enjoyed it. Thank you. Pleasure as always. Stay safe, gents. Take All care. Right.